0: Wonderful. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Kingdom 101 Relationships, which is the Wednesday night Bible study for Astounding Love of Global Church Fellowship. So welcome. Yay, you're here. (laughs) I'm Pastor Lunzine Lee, and it is my honor to be able to uh, reach out and talk to you tonight. And yes, we're doing the other live. I don't know what it is. Every time I start This one little stray hair decides that it wants to get into the conversation or get in my mouth. Anyway, it's gone. Okay, so what's happening tonight? And I apologize. Last week we thought we were going to go live, but I didn't have as much of a voice as I do tonight. And in that passing of time, Holy Spirit kind of brought up something that's going to be different, more, I think, organic and a whole lot more fun. What that is is that some of the people whose comments you see that uh, show up on the uh, broadcast, they're with us tonight, and we're going to have, a, let's say, an overview, a review. We're going to talk about some things that I could go on and on, but I don't want to. Instead, what I'd like to do is introduce you to several of the ministers from the ministry, as well as very close friends who are of, of parts of other ministries, but, but they are wonderful supports and participants and people that I glean from. So I want to welcome Minister Nicole Brown, Minister Rodney Cutler, Uh, my friend Geneva Hollis Neves, actually it's Neves Hollis, sorry, and um, Minister Frederick Johnson and my own co-host from Divinely Designed, Leslie Choi. So let's go ahead and bring everybody up. Greetings to everybody. And um, Geneva, we call Jenny. I call her sweet Jenny. And so um, you'll get this opportunity. I'll tell you that our producer for tonight is our own Crystal Kemp, who has um, an invitation to pop into the conversation, but she says she doesn't want to. So I want to welcome all of you and thank you so much for being a part of it. It's not quite like being back in 1914 Trade Zone Boulevard, but I think it's going to be a whole lot more fun. Now, what I want to do, what we've talked about, and what I'm saying to those that are joining us online, what we talked about is that um, we are going to kind of go over some of the teachings that have already taken place. We have taught, been teaching Kingdom 101 relationships for a few months now, and there's been some conversation, but maybe not as much conversation as we would like. And so you may have questions, you may have testimonies, you may have uh, uh, things that you're saying, this is what I've been implementing in life. And I'd like to do a little bit more. So I want to open that up. I'm going to start with Minister Frederick. And the reason I want to start with him uh, is because he is the. bring him up next to me. He is the, um, the minister of uh, the website itself or the the Facebook. This is the person that is constantly um, responding to things, posting what kind of book we're coming out of or whatever else it is that we happen to be doing. And so I'm really happy that you guys just come on up and talk a little bit about that. Chris, you can put me on the side and Frederick, come on forward and just share a little bit or or open it up with whatever it is you'd like to say.
1: Well, first, it's an an honor and glad to be on this broadcast. So thank you, Pastor Lanzine, and thank you, Crystal, and and my friends, my family on, and all of you who are watching. Um, The broadcast for a moment, it froze when you were speaking. So you said, speak a little bit about that. Um, What I will speak about is this, because I didn't hear the question clearly is Kingdom 101 Relationships, it's every time I watch the broadcast or listen to it, it's always new and fresh. And even before preparing to do this, one of the questions and one of the instructions that has come through this show that I've been working on is allowing God to love me. So that's really where this has been for me is My God, and I actually, in preparing for the broadcast, I saw this quote that we sent in a previous broadcast. Jesus loves you, God loves you. He loves you so much with an exclamation mark. He wants to tell everybody. He does not want to keep it a secret. He wants us to tell the whole world about him. And it's so beautiful because that's really what this whole broadcast class instruction, that's what our lives are about. And Pastor Lanzine, you are a wonderful showcase of that love. Minister Nicole, Minister Rodney, I'm just meeting uh, Jenny, and um, also Leslie Choi and our producer, and many of you that will watch this broadcast. What words just came out of my mouth is the truth, and a part of the joy that I get is being able to listen to these broadcasts and then do our part. I represent a company called Communion, and in our part, it's to post the different things that support more than enough ministries and astounding love of global church fellowship, all to do. And I'm going to read this quote again. Jesus loves you. God loves you. He loves you so much. He wants to tell everybody. He does not want to keep it a secret. He wants us to tell the whole world about him. And I'm still learning that myself. Amen.
0: I love that. Rodney, did you want to kick in on something? This is Rodney Cutler, who is actually from St. Louis, Missouri. And we have been blessed to have him be a part of our fellowship. So take it away, sir.
2: Good evening. Good afternoon. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here uh, with you guys. Uh, Pastor Lonzie, thank you so much for inviting me in the uh, uh, broadcast. Uh, I'm one of the newest uh, members of Astounding Love and. Uh, just, uh, it's just been a blessing every time I have the opportunity to, uh, from the Trade Zone uh, Fellowship, where they were before when I first started, uh, just coming in, I I was looking forward to coming in and sitting and listening to Pastor Lonze and her teachings about this uh, course. Um, The Holy Spirit just ministered to me so much as she's speaking, and and uh i have uh, i have learned so much uh uh i am uh an older person not <laughs> a spring chicken uh but uh i have learned so much since i've been here these uh, few months um relationships that i have been in um all of my life i have always strived to um, display the love of christ uh People have not always cooperated, uh, as you know, they don't, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's just really been a blessing and uh, I- I'm looking forward to learning more. Uh, thank you again. Pastor Lanzane and the Holy Spirit for uh, for all that you're doing. You're, you're really changing lives. This is your ministering here is changing lives. I want you to know that uh, I've uh, ministered several of my, of, of your uh, broadcasts or the uh, uh, parts of your broadcast that I have uh, uh, been been privileged to hearing with uh, other family members and with coworkers, and uh, uh, I can see an, an actual difference in their lives based on uh, what I have shared with them through what I've learned in in this uh, class. So. Thank you very much and uh, appreciate you and I look forward to uh, participating more.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. I didn't know that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. Okay. Um, I want to come to, I'm going to go to Minister Nicole Brown and then I want to introduce you to her and let her come forth and just share. And uh, everybody knows because we do fellowship we do Zoom fellowship, so everybody has, our, we have our timers, and you'll see we kind of set ourselves up to do things like that, um, and that, that uh, <laughs> then we get to come back, because we're going to open, I'm, I'm going to interview you guys tonight, that's what I think I'm going to do, and so, um, come on, Minister Nicole, please, welcome.
3: Hi, Pastor Lanzine, and everyone else, thanks for having me, I appreciate being here. Um it's great to see everybody and one of the things that I think is really important is one of um uh, something that you asked us to do was bring forth any questions or comments on the class the Kingdom 101 class and one of the writing assignments actually I think towards the end of the class was there was a question that said do you have the kingdom mindset and I think that's a really important question because what I've learned is probably back in the class I didn't Um, But I believe that now I do. And what that means is not do you have a Christian mindset? Not do you have a Christianese mindset? Do you have the lingo down? Not do you have a good girl uh, concept or mindset? But do you have the kingdom mindset? And everything that everyone just spoken is key. And basically the kingdom mindset is we serve the king. His name is Jesus. He's the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords and there's only one God and that's who we serve. And the kingdom mindset is based on his love. I heard minister Frederick mention that throughout all of, um, Pastor Lanzine's, um, broadcast. It talks about, she talks about the love of God through relationships and through the the guests that she brings on. And something that I've learned over the years being a part of astounding love Um, a Global Church Fellowship and More Than Enough Ministries and attending this class is you learn the kingdom mindset. It comes from reading the word of God, but it comes from getting to know God yourself and his love for you. And Minister Frederick actually said it to begin with, he began to receive God's love for himself. And that's what I began to do, was really start to receive God's love for myself. And it's opening me opening me up, because when you're secure in God's love, you're secure enough to give it to others. And you then shift from myopic point of view and mindset to outward facing, because you have so much to give. So that's something that I learned from my pastor, who is Lonzine Lee, and from this class, and being a part of this ministry, and from each of you, because you learn love by relationship. And you know, when you think about what God went through and what God goes through with us, can you imagine the love that he has for us? And and we don't even have to earn it. So anyway, that's what I have to share. And I'm so grateful. Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: That is so well said. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Y'all can preach. Okay. <laughs> Geneva, this is my friend Geneva. I'm going to say, I call her the peach lady. Because where she comes from, where she hails from in the South, she says that their peaches are much better than anything that you would find in Georgia. <laughs> Jenny. Uh, Geneva, come on forward and and share with us,
4: why don't you? Good evening, everyone. It's so nice to be here. It's such an honor. Um, for me, Kingdom 101 relationships has has truly been um a Holy Spirit, how to say it, um, revealing of what the relationship with the Father is supposed to be. Um, and Pastor Lonzin is, is such a great teacher about intimacy with the Father. She, she herself demonstrates it in her life, And what she does and therefore she is able to teach it on a greater level than someone just reading you words Um, and that's the primary thing for me that that I've been growing in since uh, this class began was understanding the father's desire for relationship with me and at a deeper level than I even understood initially um, when I started seeking a relationship with the father. Um, it 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 is something that I look forward to continuing to grow in um, and it's a thing that my relationship with the father is something that is impacting every other relationship in my life and I'm just so thankful for it.
0: Wow. I wasn't even looking for a commercial. Thank you, though. This is awesome. <laughs> I want to go ahead and give greetings to Kimberly and to um, Joy. I think it is. Yeah, Jay. Say Sorry, Jay. And also Carlita, our own and Rita. Hi, Rita. So I want to say hello to uh, those that are Writing, posting their things, and and so forth, and welcome you all. And if you have questions, please feel free to put them in the comment section, and we will get to you. So Leslie Choi is one of my um, co-panelists on the program that we do called Divinely Designed, and. Um, with Leslie after you t- uh, just introduce yourself and chat for a few minutes I want to kind of th- uh, put something out at you all because really what I see here is a lot of evangelists and I love the way each of you are are saying the things that you say there's a lot of care and, and um, I'm learning just from hearing the things that, you, that you're that you talking about about what the Lord is doing so Leslie come on up sweetie and, and share for a few moments we got you boo <laughs> Crystal got you go ahead <laughs>
5: So hello everyone, and thank you, Pastor Lanzine, for inviting me on. Um, and for me, it's helped me a lot to grow to know who I am, and for me to learn who God is. Um, and doing that, a lot of breakthroughs have come through so that now when I do speak to people, it's I I know that it's not um it's not flesh and blood, but I I'm I'm hearing the uh, the strongholds that come against. <laughs> so, but no, I'm learning, um, and I notice that a lot of people have kind of wanted to be around. They they talk to me. They want to know, but they but then they shy away. But then they still come back. So as I'm speaking, I know that the Holy Spirit is planting seeds into each one of them and that, that that their hearts will turn and that they're, they'll be able to, they will, they'll be hungry for the word more. So yes.
0: Wow. pastor, That's pretty awesome guys. All right. So you all that are um, joining us online, you've had an opportunity to hear the voices of each of these amazing um men and women. And what we're going to do is, is in a sense, because some have read the entire book, some have read part of the book, some have have gotten to a few chapters. And because it's the book, Kingdom 101, is not a fast read unless you want to make it a fast read and then go back and do it a second time, which is uh, the way some people do. But one of the things that we talked about, as, as you know, in the opening class, Uh, was that all kingdom, we were outlining points of study and kingdom relationship absolutes. And um, Nicole, and I'm not calling y'all minister and this, that tonight, we're having this conversation. Y'all got that in your name, so, or don't, but people, people do know that. Okay. So, um, but I still acknowledge you and recognize you as what you are. So let me say this. So therefore, when we talked about kingdom relationship absolutes, and we talked about things that you were going to have to define pertaining to relationship and this was the first handout and anybody that's online you can go to slash lessons and click on that and it'll take you directly to the homework or to the the handouts that we have thus far I, don't, I haven't put anything new out since we started we will but not yet so relationship is defined as an association a connection an affiliation a rapport a bond a liaison, a link, or correlations. And one of the things we talked about is all kingdom relationships are rooted in the king. So I don't know how many of you have the points of study um, in front of you, but if someone does, and you can see the way we're we're all lined up, I'd kind of like to give you an opportunity to pick one of the, uh, the seven topics that we have there, what that we said these are absolutes in it. And I'd like to, I'm interested in hearing what it is or how you're applying it. Frederick, since you're waving, why don't you start and then call? just tag somebody uh, to go. And I'm gonna go ahead and mute and uh, take it away, uh, sir. All right.
1: all right, this one is so great. Thanks for the question. It was number two. And this was the first time I heard it in the broadcast. I just sat there like, what? Every relationship is patterned after Jesus. Thus, we are to submit to, receive, but here's what got me. And be joyous in every relationship that we are given. Whoa, my God! Be joyous in every relationship that we've been given. When it was broadcast on the show, I'm sitting here going, What? But every relationship patterned after Jesus. So I'm on a journey, I can tell you all. So this was a great, this is, it's the truth, and that is absolute. So as we're all on here, that's the absolute. And it was something, it's something about when you think about Jesus and his love, because he was joyous when he saw, I mean, when you read the word, you see it, but then when you really read the word and see it and then see it in other people and his presence, then he began to go, oh my God, this is what you're talking about to be joyous in every relationship. So it started I could say it started with me, but here's the one that was so amazing. Now, my wife, she's born from above. She's a fellow saint. So right here in my house, be joyous in every relationship. And I'm sitting here going, wait a second. This is woefully missing. There's got to be some joyous all the time because Jesus is joyous all the time. So for me, it's like, oh, my God. There must be a way to have joy all the time. And then we have different students in the home. We live in a neighborhood. I won't be long. I know we have time. Um, but I'm here in Brooklyn. So we live in a neighborhood. So when I walk out the street, I see people every day. And they're from every nation. There are different people every day there's an opportunity. every. So I don't have any excuse. So I'll end there. <laughs> and I'll mute. I was to pass it to someone. It's going to go to Jenny, please.
4: Sorry. Um, Number six is mine. Uh, Obedience is a factor in every relationship, whether kingdom or otherwise. And and, because part of that is the fact that from our position, every relationship is supposed to be founded in the kingdom. Regardless of the other person, I have a responsibility of re- representing the King of Kings in anything in everything that I do. And therefore, I must be obedient to him in his word and what he has called me to do, which is number one, to love others as Jesus loved them. And so that to me is one of the things that that I have. I needed growth in. Um but bringing it to the forefront of my mind has allowed for the growth that is necessary in my life for me to be that person in every relationship that I have in my life. Sorry,
1: Um, Rodney.
4: Okay. Yeah, the host had muted me, so I didn't know whether I should have
2: muted myself or not. Uh, I have to confess, I don't have the uh, handout in front of me. Uh, just from memory, though, uh, the one that Frederick uh, referenced about the absolutes and the joy in the relationships, I, I had a, a, a little apprehension about it because Jesus was not always joyous in every relationship he 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 turned over some tables and you know he he did a few things that uh, and so um, so for me in that you know a, as I was thinking about that I tried the I tried the best as I can uh, uh, to to emulate Jesus in every situation that I I encounter. Uh, so the that that little WWJD, what would Jesus do? What, what, what led by the Holy Spirit, you know, so and I've had some, uh, some difficult situations where um, some of my now uh, workers You know, they don't always respond uh, when I give an instruction. They don't always respond the way they're supposed to. And so uh, I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, I I talk to them, you know, about uh, their responsibilities. I talk to them about my responsibilities. And uh, so my responsibility at the time has to supersede your response. So, you know, as best I can, as joyfully as I can, I, I'm going to tell you what has to happen. And, uh, you know, it's up to, it's up to the individual. So yeah, uh, th- there, there are situations, uh, 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 where, and, and, and what, and that did help me because before I would have just, you know, come out, in a totally different way, in, in the flesh, like I used to. Uh, but uh, I, it, was, uh, it was two o'clock in the morning. We had been working all day and all night. And uh, that was a request made by the other group of workers. I had three groups of workers out there with me. And there was a request that came forth that was a legitimate request and the foreman on the other crew was adamant about not you know uh uh, uh not fulfilling his request and i'm like you know you you have to <laughs> i mean this is this is a safety issue not just for him but also for everyone. I mean, you know, he's following the safety rules and you're not wanting to cooperate. So what are you going to do? <laughs> because you either have to do this or, you know, there's going to be trouble. Okay. And so that was my response. Before I would have just said, you have to, whether you want to, you know." No. but, uh, the instructions in the lessons, Pastor Lon's they are God's end. I want you to know that. And as we, as as we learn, uh, as we learn these these lessons and as we uh, uh, display them before people you know, uh, like I, I had a conversation with the young man about two weeks ago. The Ten Commandments are all about relationships. It's about from God's perspective, and when we, uh, when when we, when we adhere to His commandments understanding that god is helping us to relate to people everyone around us from his perspective then uh uh, his love comes through his love comes through and and it's able to help other people it you know it has to be in us and when it comes through, it helps other people, and that's why I really appreciate so much your your, your lessons, uh, Pastor Lazi. Uh, they're helping me, like I like I said in the uh, int- my intro, <laughs> uh, it's helping me and it's helping everyone around me. Yeah, so that's awesome. That's Who nice. are you going to call
0: on? <laughs> that's good. Who are you going to call on? Because I'm going to interrupt. Uh,
2: you know? Give me Leslie.
0: <laughs> okay. Leslie, get ready. Um, I want to, I want to say something. I love what you said, but when we look at this, because the top number two is every relationship is patterned after Jesus. Thus we are to submit to receive and be joyous in every relationship. Now there are four words that come after that, that we are given. Okay. Now, Here's the connector and I want you to think about it and we'll come back around. um, I'll yield to Leslie, but think about the thought, the idea that the joy that Jesus exhibited, even in overturning those tables, the joy was in doing what? Because he only did what? What he saw his father do. Right. So, it might not have been the relationship which he the relationship that he had with the money changers and these, but he didn't have relationship with them. His relationship was with the father. I didn't say everybody he interacts with, but think about that and let's look at some other applications. And I'll yield to you, uh, Leslie, and uh, you go for it.
5: So again, I'm like Rodney, I don't have my my papers with me, but I'm going to go with obedience with uh, Jenny here, because being obedient isn't an easy, easy thing to do. Uh, following what God wants you to do, and part of that also follows into your your relationships that you have with others, because as Rodney said. Uh, The Ten Commandments is all about relationships. And you have to start with obedience to get those relationships to where where they're supposed to be in those Ten Commandments. And so so for, for obedience with me, as you're teaching, Pastor Lonzi, and I'm breaking through and I'm understanding, well, Yes, I was doing all these different things that I should not have, which I did not know that was being—I was being disobedient in. (laughs) And so now, trying to change everything over, and to see, and to try to walk that out, and for people to see you walk in a different way that they are, for example. You got you got this shot. Everybody's saying you need to have the shot to get a job. You need this. You need that. And most of us here, if not all of us, aren't getting that shot. And everybody keeps saying, "Why don't you get that shot? Why don't you get the job? Come back to work. Come back to work." Well, no. It, I, I'm being obedient. I I I know that it's not right to have the shot. It's a it's a matter of choice. It's our freedom that we have here. And they're trying to take that away. And then, so they are all looking right at me of what I'm doing and how I'm walking this out. Aren't you ready to come back? How are you doing financially and all that? Well, you know, I'm I'm doing okay because God's provided for me. So,
1: yes. Obedience.
3: Wow, that's good. Um, I don't have this sheet in front of me either, but what came to me, is so interesting, um, what both Minister Frederick and Rodney mentioned about joy. You know, Jesus talked about when he was in the garden, or the, the word says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured. And I'm going to say this, joy is a choice. It's not an emotion. That's why the Bible says it can't be taken from you. It's not the same as happiness, right? However, when you choose joy, which is being obedient to God, and we only obey him out of love for him. And the main relationship, I believe, out of everything that Pastor Lanzine taught through her, through her class in Kingdom Relationships 101 is our relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ, led by Holy Spirit, and then once you have that, you can have a relationship with yourself. For me personally, I'm going to share with you throughout my life, I've gone through um, ups and downs, in and out with depression. And a lot of it has been very real. There's been a lot of different things that I've gone through in my life. But regardless of all that, the bottom line is God has healed me. I am whole. And now I have a choice because God has given me the opportunity to choose joy. When I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, it doesn't say that you'll never go through anything. It says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them out of them all. But what I think about is, and back to one of, one of you said this about Jesus, he obeyed in every, he obeyed the, Pastor Lanzine said this, he obeyed the Father. He only did what the Father told him to do. He only heard what the father was saying to him. And and as she mentioned about going in with the, into the, into the, um the place where he tore it up again for the love of the father and for the betterment of the people, because they were doing what they didn't know they were doing, which was dishonoring themselves and God, making it a den of thieves and rob, dishonoring God. That was the bottom line. And so for me, what I am getting, what I've gotten out of it is, you know, what, as I One of the things that she said too is authenticity, being authentic in our relationship with God. It's not about being in hilarity 24 seven, you know? Of course, you know how they can see your joy? is by being the true real person that God created you to be be, and knowing that he accepts me just as I am, yet he won't leave me the way that I am. He sees the gold and the diamonds in me because that's who he created me to be. He's my creator. He knew me before before I was placed in my mother's womb. So of course he knows me. He knows me better than I know myself. I don't even know me until he reveals me to me. And I'll have to say, I'm probably five iterations away from where I thought, who I thought I was. But yet at the core of who I am, I know who I am because God revealed who I am. At the core of who I am, I'm a son. I'm his child. I'm his creation. Sorry, I'm his creation. And and then I I chose to become his son, um, his daughter, but his son, um, that obedient one in the earth. And as I walk in the authenticity of who I am in him, that in and of itself draws people unto him through me. Because I'm not trying to be good. I'm choosing to be obedient. I'm choosing to allow him to be who he is in me. And sometimes that's scary because you're like, oh my gosh, you want me to say that? Oh my gosh, you want me to show up that way? But yet there's such a freedom in that. And as I go through, I go through a lot of stuff. And as you all have mentioned, we all have our stories about, oh my gosh, especially, you know, He tests us, I believe, to prove us and to prove how good he is, especially recently. Some of the situations that I've gone through, especially within jobs and stuff, have felt very scary. I was let go, Leslie, um, because I wouldn't take the shot. And I had a whole company looking at me and stuff. But that's okay. They still wanted to bring me back. But it wasn't even about that. It was about I needed to stand in what God gave me to stand in, period. Just like you said, um, I'm not giving up my freedom that God gave me. Period. That is a testimony in and of itself. But I thank God that he's always at work in us. You know, we're not the finished product. We're headed towards it. And I'm so grateful for that. And even in that, he can use us in His in our brokenness. And I'm grateful for that. I wouldn't be sitting here today. So I'm going to say it, it, throughout this class, one of the things that I, I truly remember is Pastor Lanzine pointing to you need to look at being your authentic self of who, made G- who, G- who God made you to be and what your relationship looks like with Jesus Christ. And then you live that out. And as you get to know God for yourself through his word, then all those other emotions will come. And when they don't, when it doesn't feel like it, You pull up that joy by stirring the gifts and it will come by choosing joy, you know, by I want to cuss this person out. I want to slap them right now. I want to punch them in their face. I've had all those emotions, but I won't. That was before. Maybe I would have, but now I won't. God gives me the restraint to say, wait a second, Nicole, I love them. And you actually do too, whether you realize it or not, check yourself. So you don't wreck yourself. I haven't been always been, I haven't always been, you know, good in that. Right. But, um, you know, choosing that—that's the joy because then it comes forth. So I'm—I'm I'm learning this. That's what I'm sharing. I'm learning this. So thank you.
0: I love it, absolutely love it. So there's a, a couple of things we can consider, but I'm going to pull up another question and and just be interested in hearing uh, how you putting it to work. All right, this one actually comes out of the book and it's pages twenty two to twenty three. 23. I'm not going to read it, but it says that the relationship is not rooted in the king. It is not kingdom. And that includes our relationship with ourselves. Okay. Your relationship with self. Now there's a lot of things that I, I get to hear. And Jenny is a part of also, um, we're a part of loving unity and we attend a lot of zoom meetings. Um, we have, Five a week, actually, if we want to be on all of them, and then lots of other kind of things. And one of the reasons why we do that and uh, why we do that is that we're watching, I'm going to say elders in the things of God that are also going through negotiating through some very tough times. Our own apostle, Dr. Baker, is one of the senior council members of Loving Unity, and she, we watch how they navigate, we watch how they handle things, we watch how they handle mud thrown at them, how they how they walk in all of these different things. We watch them overcome insecurities. And we have seen on, on occasion um, one of these fivefold ministers, and, and Jenny can attest to that. So, you know, unmute yourself and, and join in with me on this, but where we have seen them actually have a moment. Of such vulnerability Mm
4: -hmm.
0: that they tell the people right there, I need your prayers. And what is most powerful, I think, and I know Jenny said we we have wept and been so hit by the the transparency, is the moment when the rest of them circle around and cover. I've never seen one minister put down another one. We've seen them laugh and joke and kid each other. But I tell you what, when the moment comes that there's a need and these relationships they find with themselves in a certain place Mm -hmm. needs the kingdom intervention. Watch what happens. Jenny, why don't you go ahead and speak on that?
4: Absolutely. Um, It's such an uplifting thing to witness. Um, It's so encouraging to see these people, like you said, mature, seasoned men and women of God, who first of all, are not afraid to show their vulnerabilities. But then secondly, that immediately, immediately the wagons are circled, they are lifted up, they are ministered to, um, oil is, is poured over those wounds. And in many, many of the instances that we've been witness to, they are the healing begins immediately. You see it. You you actually witness the the restoration of a, a person during those moments because it is true and real. And um, going back to because like you said, um, several of our early um, lessons in this dealt strictly with what is my relationship with God and my love for myself. And that is the key to all of it. And, And especially the key to being a mature son is understanding who God sees me as because I can not truly have a solid relationship with him until I understand how he sees me. And that is one of those things that, not that any of them are perfect because they're not, but but they are constantly striving for that and to be that example to the world and to one another. And there's such power in it.
0: And we've both been recipients of the same. Yes. You know, we have both had days where it was, uh, uh, I'll tell you straight out, for me, it, it is a very safe place. It is a place where there are men and women that have experienced the same type of people talking about you, people finding fault with you, and so forth and so on. And what we're really talking about is not it. It is loving unity, but it's it's the love and the unity that we find, according to Ephesians, four in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the son of God. And it is so that we're working together to build a perfect man, because if you really think about it, what is the kingdom telling us? It's telling us that we are all one. And so you could almost say we're all cells of the same body. Because we're all parts of the same. It's the Christ in us and it is us in him. And so the individuality that we guard so jealously, God is like, I'd like to break that thing up and I'd like you to find your individual place in me. So you're part of the same person instead of trying to be your own man or woman. And so when I look at this and I, I, and I'm hearing the things that you're saying, you have to look at, I'm asking. So you, you building a better relationship with yourself. You know, when we, when, as we are receiving that love of God, it allows us to treat ourselves better. And the best way you can treat yourself is to walk in obedience to what God has said. That is, Really, truly pampering yourself, that he said. And here we said all kingdom relationships are conformed to the image of Christ. And but this is the one I want to have some fun with. Is we've got a few more minutes left, and I saw this comment too from Jay uh, Blockstar. Oh, okay, um, you don't not sure you have a question, but you're standpointing your faith, and you've learned to give yourself to God's mercy and thrive in His grace. And to get someone, okay, your friend Kimberly, to be more trusting in the faith of God's promise. Now that is a description of joy, joy, joy. It is really the joy of the Lord will come by resting in his words. Because it's a person. He's a spirit. He's the spirit of joy on the inside of us. And we can touch on that a little bit uh, some other time. But here, this is the one. Every relationship we have is rooted in love for someone, for something, or for some desire, or for some belief. So what are your thoughts on that? And also, (coughs) excuse me, I'm also going to give you the opportunity in our last few minutes, if you have questions for me, then go ahead and ask them. But um, every relationship you have is rooted in love for you. It's rooted in, I didn't say good relationship. I didn't say kingdom relationship. I said every relationship every relationship is rooted in love for something or love for somebody or love for some desire or some belief. So what are your thoughts on that? And I'm gonna start with um,
3: Nicole. Okay. (laughs) Um, Interesting. Well, I actually thought about you. Okay. And I'm gonna ask you this question. Well, I'm going to answer answer a question with a question. So in your last couple of uh, shows, you dealt with a couple of different things. One, you had your mother and your apostle, Dr. Baker, on, and you talked about, you worked through some, you two talked about your relationships over the, your relationship over the years, actually, well, probably plural too, and how you worked through them. And then you also spoke to the audience about some things that you went through personally in terms of when you thought you were going to get married once in the last few years or maybe seven years, something like that. And I would ask you, I hope that if it's okay that I'm asking you this, maybe asking you, what would you say to people in your audience who think they're ready for a love relationship meeting marriage? Mm Mm-hmm how can they check their own barometer and their own relationship with God, maybe. And and what's the word location, locate themselves Mm -hmm. to really identify whether they are ready or not, because it actually speaks to your question. Every relationship is rooted in something, but you know, and so anyway, that's the question. Okay.
0: yeah it's great okay. you can ask me anything it's fine because okay. um, I always preserve the right to say no no, no your business <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say you... that on this one no 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 this is fine it's per, it's a great question um the simplest thing is always going to go back to our relationship with the Lord and i you don't know this i I've just really come to a discovery um but I just recently found out how um privileged I am that much of what as uh, my message is trans uh, making its transition that I I'm honored and privileged to get to talk about the great romance of the, of the Christ and the bride. And I'm, I'm very, I, so the bride of Christ, there's, there's two messages that are essential. They're all essential in, in the sense of the word of God. But the first is the father son relationship, because from the father son relationship comes the bride comes the Bridegroom and the bride. Okay. First of all, it's knowing how to be submissive as a son. So you, it's a great segue what you did learning how to be a son. And why do we say son? Because we are all part of Jesus. It is not a gender confusion. That's the twist and the perversion of the demonic to try to take a spiritual um, power from the source, from the kingdom of heaven and try to reduce it to a human thing. But honestly, you see, because in the spirit realm, we are spirit before we live in male and female bodies, but we ourselves are, we're spirits as God is a spirit. And so- that father-son connection, that ability to be a son. to You can be a daughter too when you talk about marriage, okay? But to be the child of God and to learn to receive the love of the father that loves away the hurt, that loves away the insecurities and the imperfections, or, or really teaches you how to flow. That's the first part. But within that, to say you're looking for marriage or or something like that, I find when I ask somebody why do you want to marry that they'll tell you because they want someone to love them they'll tell you because they they're tired they sing I'm so tired of being alone they sing um they they sing all these different songs right? doesn't I want to be loved and I say wow you're not ready and of course that gets people all huffy and their little fur starts to rise and all kinds of stuff happens it's like because I didn't hear one time that you said that God has put love in you for someone else and you're looking for the opportunity to be able to release it. And so what do I think makes one? The ability to submit to sonship. That means the willingness to mature, to be prepared also to be a father, to have the father's heart come and be expressed through you for others. That willingness to love through the hardship, that willingness to love through the ugly and that willingness not to put yourself in front of the other person. Or to think that their priority in life should be you. And that's the demand that you make. You see, I believe that every man and woman of God, that God has said, I have a a mate for you. That he also fills us from the very beginning with a love for that other person. And the reason is because we're actually going to love our neighbor as ourselves because we actually are the same person. We're one, one flesh. That's what that is. And so in keeping with that comes a willingness to submit ourselves, to easily admit when we're wrong, to let joy rise up on the inside. I get to love you. I get to love you, you know, and I've got this love in my You're acting so ugly, but I still love you, you know, and it's never being about me. Do you understand? I don't mean that I'm not important because when it's, when, when it's, when it's the relationship that is rooted in the father, and I've got lots to say on this and I will, I also believe that you're ready to accept the commission, the calling, the anointing that is upon the marriage. You and that person, you both got a call. We're making our calling, our election, sure. But when we come together, we get to fulfill the dream of the father. see, in everything in everything, even in marriage and and in the pairing off and stuff, we get to fulfill the desire of the, the mandate of the kingdom. We get to go out and conquer something. We get to go out and witness and bring people into the kingdom. We get to bring healing and wholeness and, and exhibit kingdom power. And yeah, we get to rub bodies with that person and we get to get to love this person and you get to express it to the one that is just as excited to be yours as you are to be theirs. But if I don't hear that, if all I hear about is two together, um, you know, we can double the money, we can do this, we can do that, we can do. And it's all about what pleases that individual. I think that there's still immaturity, insecurity, and we're still looking for somebody to validate us because we have yet to accept our sonship. Does that it's a long answer to a short question, but that's just like an opening thing. That's what that's what that you help? call
3: that's what you call a bullseye. Yes, okay. I, that that's powerful. And I I see that it's the beginning of more. But that 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 is an answer that I pray resounds. I definitely receive it. But um I, anyway, yeah, I, I hope that so many people hear that because it's so important And it's very fulfilling what you just described. That is a fulfillment of marriage rather than a check off your list or now I've, you know, all the other reasons. So thank you. That's powerful. Oh, thank
0: you. Thanks for asking. I've been wanting to answer that question for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you guys, unmute and just go ahead. Who else um, has something? I think, yeah, we're we're about eight minutes into our normal stop time. But um, anybody else chime in or want to respond to that? Who? Rodney, you're muted, love, and you're a newlywed. So do you have anything to say? Chris is going to take care of uh, she'll get you. No, unmuted. I, there you I, go.
2: I was I was uh, I, I lost the question. Uh, I heard <laughs> that you get, could could you repeat the question again?
0: Sure. The question that 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 Nicole asked. No, 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 the one that you asked. Oh, I said, do you have anything to chime in on that? Anything at all? On that, okay. Or any of it, or any other question or anything else?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, marriage and people being ready to marry, I, 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 I want to touch on people knowing where they are in their relationship with God. And where they are in relationship with themselves, and where they are in relationship with uh, uh, family members, because uh, you know, it's it, it when you marry, you don't just marry that person; you're mm-hmm. you married into another family.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and so uh, uh, it, it's 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 a, a more than just checking off a list is it it's it's an entire life change when you when you marry it, it, it's it's uh, uh, uh i had it i lost it <laughs> when you marry it it's it's a joining it's a joining uh you know not not just with that one person because uh you you have to consider the uh, uh if the other person is one that can leave and cleave the parents like the word says you know it, the whole it, it's 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 an entire um shift that has to take place <laughs> because you 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 you're taking on a whole nother set of responsibilities mm-hmm. you know yeah. you, you have and that and that's why so many marriages fail hmm. that's why so many marriages fail that it's 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 so much that has to be uh, looked at and dealt with from god's perspective about where i am where she or he is and when we come together are we going to be able to love all of these people with Mm -hmm. with loving you know each other from god's perspective
3: that's good yeah wow Mm. yeah
0: yep perfect and Remember this, too. There are secular marriages. There are Christian marriages. And then there is kingdom.
4: Yes.
3: Kingdom
0: is supernatural. Mm -mm. You are not talking just the natural elements of it. Okay. But we're also talking about the willingness. Both parties are saying the same thing that Queen Esther did when she touched that scepter. If Mm. it pleases the king. And forever, Minister uh, Frederick, I'll say minister in this case, touched on the fact uh, I'm living in the house with somebody that's born from above. More so, I'm living with somebody that God loves. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how I feel about this person at all times. I'm also living in the house. It's supernatural. There are angels. My spouse's angels are living in that house along with mine.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And so there are witnesses to how that person is treated. You see what I'm saying? That's good. And so there's there's so many elements, and I'm I'm glad to say that coming up, probably next month, month after May and June, you know, the season is when we'll really get to talk more about marriages. Um, we've got a couple of other things. I'm going to run something by you all. Uh, but does anybody else have a question or anything before we go to the last part? Well,
1: I have something. I didn't have a question.
0: Um, what you got, actually, dude? What when you,
1: you got? When you, when you asked the question, the first question that Minister Rodney, Rodney didn't hear about every relationship, a love rooted in something. And then Minister Nicole's response with your question and your response. I thank God for your response because Holy Spirit ministered. And one of the things that my sister, she's my pastor, but she's also my sister, told me, and this was before I got married, but this is something that will help everyone because we're talking about kingdom relationships. And she was speaking about prayer because we haven't talked about it. But one of the things about a marriage relationship, you will be praying. I can attest to it. Um, But she told me this long before I got married. And so your spouse, whoever your partner is, husband, wife, you will be praying because sometimes people say Christ is the center of our relationship. See, I know that God married us. Everything about how I met my wife. I, this is when she spoke about these three different types of relationships. You know, God's word, no partiality either. It's really, it's really one or the other. You know, it's really one or the other. It's either you're in the kingdom or you're not. That's the truth. Um, but I know this. But this is the part is so important. My wife prays, I pray, and when you start talking about these dynamics and it's it's the same because i love what you brought out about the father-son relationship and then the bridegroom relationship because every relationship minister rodney said something about the ten commandments i never heard of before that is the relationships from god's perspective so -hmm. how are you going to get that he prayed you're going to have a conversation with god i just learned about a month ago through our apostle that prayer is a conversation with god oh my God, what? It's a conversation with God. His word talks to us. It's a conversation with God. Well, I have conversations about my wife. Yes, I do. And my wife has conversations about me to the Father (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) who's Mm -hmm. almighty. And so when my pastor just said what she said, and I know it's going out into all the earth right now, I know it, is about the fear, about the angels and the witnesses. Because the kingdom of heaven is here. That's what I have to say. Yeah,
3: okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna invite you all back at some point, believe me. And if you have something when I say anybody else, last row, and I'm fine. We typically go an hour. I'm fine with us going just a few more minutes. Hey Latasha, glad you joined us, sweetie. Um so I want to give everybody an opportunity. Okay. Oh okay. No. let well, me go, let me go go ahead. Let okay. me go around Geneva. Uh, Leslie, either one of you.
4: Well, I just I can um, show a bad example of um, what uh, Nicole was talking about when when people ask you um, about 12 years ago, um, I had considered remarrying my daughter's father not because we loved each other so much, but it would have been a matter of convenience, companionship. And even though my daughter is a grown woman, um, a restoration of a family that she did not experience when she was a child. Mm. And I can say... Um, God rescued me from that praise God It would have yes. been one of the bigger mistakes in my yes. life um, yeah. and and you know I am so thankful that 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 he did that because I was strictly going to do it for a matter of convenience and companionship. Which is
0: not not the level of a covenant that you want to establish, yeah, because right. it is a covenant. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Yes. Understood. That's right. So, not not for your money, honey, or for your money or your honey. You got it. That's me. right. That's right. That's <laughs> okay. right. That's right. <laughs> Leslie. That's right. Um, I don't
5: know. For me, um, I was married. Um, I'm widowed, but I did have a very good. Loving relationship, I not gonna say it was a a godly relationship, but because um, we didn't know the father when when I got married, but uh, but no, he showed me love, kindness. Uh, he was patient. He loved me even when I um, wasn't lovable, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, so. Now I'm in a different position of now knowing who I am and knowing that the father has somebody for me. Um I'm I'm gonna wait. That's good. yeah, I'm not I'm not
0: uh I'm obeying.
5: That's
0: where cool. it comes. To obeying. Yeah, because yeah, what you're really looking at, I'm gonna put this out there and then um let Nicole um speak up, but um are you ready to have your standards raised beyond your capability
3: without that's what you're talking about okay go ahead um i i want to just mention in relationship to what geneva said is i have married for the wrong reasons marrying for and i'm going to say this for everyone who might be listening tonight and that is that marrying for um, comfort, marrying for stability, marrying because someone else has something that you think esteems you and makes you something that you're not already within you will never work. And so um, that's something that I did. And um, there's a lot of things that go with that. But one of the things that actually Pastor Alan mentioned recently is God, I think, woke her up in the, or in the middle of something. She started desiring and, and praying for her husband that's not even physically here yet and that's what i, I was asking that question actually for the benefit of everybody um, who might be listening because i heard that question but and also for me because i would like to know but i i know that for me um god if you are going to marry again god will begin to prepare you and in many cases identify who that person is ahead of time and if he doesn't do it physically, he will in the spirit realm. And yeah, you'll be able to absolutely. pray for that person, intercede for that person, work through your junk in, in preparation for that, and work out your junk with your brothers and sisters in Christ and in the natural, every relationship that you have, because you've got it's got to be proven. Because you're going to, as she said, enter into covenant with this person. But my point is, is that there will be this love and this yearning. As you were speaking, uh, Lonzi, and I didn't realize I didn't ask the question for me, but you answered some things in me that I didn't realize. So thank you for that. But that's important for any person, not just on this call, but those that listen, because so many people think that marriage is the answer to your loneliness, <laughs> your singleness, your this, your that, and it's not. If no you're not as a person before, you won't be afterwards. You'll be worse. That's You'll be a single person a, in a covenant marriage that you won't be able to get out of unless you really ask God, "Please, please can I please get out of this? You know, or if there's abuse or something or or uh you know adultery or whatever, um, which that was in my case as well. But whatever. The bottom line is when you have a second chance, as Geneva said, whoo, thank you, Jesus, for the escape route if you make a mistake. But as Leslie said, I'm gonna wait. I've chosen to do that. You can be celibate for a number of years. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll say 20 plus. You can God will keep you if you really want to be kept. Yes, and it'll yes, be. The same well. way. Because yes, if you're only will. married to have yeah. the, the sex act, it, sex is not intimacy, number one, okay? Right. Um, not right. even cuddling is intimacy. But if you, as everyone has said here, if you have that intimacy with a father and you are fulfilled in that relationship and you mm-hmm. get all those goody goodies and what have you, Pastor Lanzine nailed it. If you are ready to then share that love on someone else, now she's taking a whole, to a whole other level now talking about raising your standard or whatever. So I'm not going to speak on that. But anyway, I got the first part of what she said. <laughs> uh, I'll work on the next part. But, you know, preparation, okay? Baby steps. That's where I am. <laughs> I'm I love saying, it. I'm willing. I, I, that's I'm good. Willing. But I'm just saying, God's been doing a preparation work in me. Because that's one thing. I have to say this, and I don't know if this is something else for some people, but I also did not want to lose my int- intimacy with God if I get married. I don't want that person to replace God. Right Before I may have been trying to do that, not realizing it. Then you come to a place where I personally am a person, whether people believe it or not, I'm actually an introvert. So I like being alone, even though I love people too, but I like my space. But my point is I didn't want to give up my time or my intimacy with God. But now as she's saying, that covenant relationship will just be an extension. And what I really see is you'll be able to complete your purpose with that person, because it, it's a kingdom, right. it's a whole other standard. It's a it's a it's a whole other standard, but it's a kingdom releasing. It's a kingdom mm-hmm. relationship. So yes, it the, is. Can I, I say? Uh,
2: can, I, can I say uh, uh, that there is no way that a human being can replace God. That, that that's uh-huh. there's no way. If a, if you if a person gets to know the Father who he really is, there is no way that another human being can't replace I agree. him. Uh, yeah. uh, but, but I did want to say, I was talking with one of my uh, uh, Christian brothers who I know is a prophet. I, God has shown me that he's a prophet, but he has a desire to marry. He, he, he married uh, and was divorced uh, uh, over 20 years ago. But he has a desire now to get married, and, and I kept hearing him saying things about the physical appearance of the person. You know, y- yes, there should be mm-hmm. an attraction, but I, I, I shared with him, uh, God wants to build you a wife that's suitable for you. Right. You want a, you want someone. That is suitable for you. God has a person that will uh, enhance you. That will cause you to want to love Him more, because that person loves God. That's good. Always want somebody. If you're looking, if you're looking for a, a, a marriage relationship, you want it to be with someone that will have your back you you want someone that will uh 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 uh, not just know what you're thinking but know what's best for you and be able to tell you what's best for you no you don't need to do that (laughs) you don't want to do that Yes, I do. No, you don't. God wants us to have some. He said, uh, He said, uh, uh, Come on now. I'm sorry, I'm going back to Genesis. uh, uh help me. It, it, it said, It's not good for the man to be all one, to be alone. I will make a helper that's suitable for him. That's what, that's what God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. That's what they said. I will make a helper suitable for him. Wow. You, when, 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 when you, when you are looking or desiring a mate, you want the person that God has for you that will, yes. that is suitable for you.
3: Yeah.
2: And so, uh, yes you you want that relationship companionship you want you know everything that comes with a godly kingdom marriage, but you want it to be with someone that that god is preparing for you that that is that is that has to be in your mind in your thought process has to be suitable for you so that's that's all I'm to say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Rodney, I tell you what. There is a few other things to that. What you said is true, but I will. I'm going to address something. The individual that looks for all of the the bells and whistles physically is an insecure soul.
2: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't care who he's apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, school bus driver, whatever they happen to be. When you look at the physical attributes and you need them, there's somebody in your past. That you're trying to prove something to in your presence mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
0: because you're not and here this is very important marriage the Bible tells you to know one another after the spirit, the
2: spirit. that's right that's good. so the
0: attraction the that attraction good. that comes from the eyes comes from the lust mm-hmm. It doesn't come from the love from
2: the, the, the soulless yeah. It does not come <laughs> from the
0: love, and there is nothing wrong with appreciating a, an attractive person. That is not what I'm talking about. What I'm mm. saying is, when you find what pulled you toward that person, and you find it's because he's so fine, she's so fine, you know, and so forth and so on, you got to go back to the Lord mm. and find out why is that the upper of uh, the upper in the upper echelon of my thinking. Why is it that I'm led by lust more so than I am by spirit? And you see, it's a whole a whole dynamic that we do mm-hmm. not, we would take another hour or so to talk That's about. Right. We, uh, I'll invite you guys That's back. Right. But, but here's the other piece to that. You see, because God joins spirits together. Ages. The Bible tells you very That's clearly that the physical act is a culmination of a spirit. It's a spiritual mm-hmm. connection. That's mm-hmm. why you don't join yourself with a harlot. That's why you don't join yes. yourself with a predator. Because whosoever comes, they're one spirit with that person. And that, what God has joined together, let no man try to divide. You mm-hmm. see, we mm-hmm. think everything is at a physical level. But, the, but you think about the marriage between the remember the son, the bridegroom
3: mm-hmm. everything
0: here in the earth is a reflection it is to be in earth as it in, on on earth as in heaven and so god joins spirits together that li- have minds wills and emotions and live in bodies why for the fulfillment of his pleasure Mm -hmm. not oh god that man gives me pleasure but does that me with that man give you pleasure father and if you are not willing to submit to that you are ready for a christian marriage Mm -hmm. you are not ready for a kingdom A connection. There is a distinction. There's a lot of Christians that get married based on the same rules and and, and attractions as the world. And I don't find fault with anybody for whatever they want. I'm just, it's not for what, but see, I can't go into it right now, but there's a whole vision and things that I, like I said, I get to talk about. And one of the things is when you're ready to fulfill a joint commission, To make your calling an election. There's so much beauty in it there's so much of the reflection of the love of the father that with the with the son and 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 all of these things and we'll have to talk about it another time because we really are we're over our time y'all and it wasn't me so anybody ever accused Sorry. me of being long-winded Sorry. gets to repent because now i got proof it ain't me <laughs> no i have absolutely loved this and what i want to present to you all you'll, you'll be in this cluster to hear is that um I'm t- we're changing the way we do this particular uh, Bible study because Kingdom One Relationships is the Bible study for 2022. This is, the rela- this is the Bible study we're doing. So how it's going to change is that um, next week I am going to be in the studio and I'm going to teach a lesson. And then what's going to happen, and um, by the way, since it's Wednesday night, Bible study, types, offerings, etc., and so forth, and Chris, you can do what you got to do, side side view, I think. Um, Thank you. Um, Next week, I'm going to teach on a 101, uh, the typical things I do, because I'm going to continue to talk about the purity. Uh, uh, the the spirit of purity and in relationships and that's going to then reach out into we're preparing for marriage but the week after that we're going to do discipleship and what that means is that. I'm going to have a one-on-one. I have somebody in mind. I've already spoken to them about it. Who's going to come in and we're going to do, it most likely will be live so that others can, can enter into the conversation, but you're going to see, because I said at the beginning, I'm talking to a lot of people with an evangelistic thrust. But how do you disciple? Because one of the things we do, that means walk with me. Come and see how I do it. That's Matthew 11. Come see how I walk with the Father. Come see how. Come see a part of my life. Come and and be parts of... um, of all of the different things that I do, okay? And so we're going to do a one-on-one kind of Bible study where they're going to pick up questions from what I teach the week before. And then we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about it. And we're going to have that discipleship type of study. The following week, I'm going to do another teaching. And then I'm going to have somebody else come. And we're going to do the same thing. And then when I do the other live, I invite some of you you back and um, others to come. And we will do this kind of dialogue because I can handle up to nine other people. OK, so um, this is how we're going to be doing this Wednesday night Bible study. You have that opportunity to interact. You have that opportunity sometimes to um, come in and, and, and I could at any given moment send somebody an invitation and say, come and join us on the broadcast. And as we do these and the only ones I'm going to be doing that are not live will be the teachings that I do. Uh, in-house by just mm-hmm. me. So when it's just me, there's no need to go live. But when it's everybody else, then um, I want to uh, invite others to come back. I think <coughs> excuse me, that each of you has been very impactful. I am really grateful also for the interaction that we've had there. Uh, Minister Rodney, you got all kinds of little smiles and stuff right there. Um, <laughs> got blessings that have come and um, so we're going to say hi to Marsha Thomas Daly as well as our own Carlita and our Latasha Latrell. And so you've had those comments and typically there are people that are going to sc- uh, scroll by and take a look at this at a later time. Everything that you all have said, I also want you to remember this. You talked about the Ten Commandments, but remember, Jesus said, "I give you these commandments." Okay, you will love the Lord your God your, um, with all your heart, and so and so forth. And what else will you do? You will love your neighbor as yourself. That is the commandment of love. You see, and your mar- your your partner, your friends, your co-workers, these are neighbors. I Didn't say that they would love you back. He That's never right. said a thing about that. That's he right. said, our responsibility is to release whose love? He, it. Yours? No, his. it is. You know, consider this. Because <sighs> you're in the kingdom, there is a deposit of the father's heart and the father's love within you for every single person that you come yes. across. The question is, will you release it or are you going to hold on to it? Right. I want to say right. thank you to all of you. Don't go away. I'll, I'll meet you backstage. But I want to say, first of all, again, Leslie Choi, Nicole Brown, Rodney Cutler, Frederick Johnson, and Jenny Hollis. (laughs) I want to thank you all for being here and you're welcome back another time. So y'all wave to everybody.
3: And then I'm just going
0: to say these last things to everybody else. Okay. Um, So what I want to say to everyone else um, is this. I don't know. um, Chris is going to work on that. Um, What I want to say is this. That the father has the father has it so that he works all these different things out um, on our behalf and so what he does just go ahead and remove chris and as you go there you go um he has spoken through every person That has been a part of of tonight's broadcast to speak things into your heart, to speak things into your mind, to speak things into your will, to speak things into your emotion, to speak things that will bring you through. So if you have questions, if you have prayer requests, whatever it is that you have need of, go ahead and add those in the comments. We prayed for you before we began. And the prayer that we have for you now is that you will open up your heart to receive the goodness of God and to receive the life that is kingdom instead of settling for the life that has been merely man-made or religious or um, you struggling, you striving, you trying, you always wanting to be. You questioning whether or not you can trust God and God does not ask whether or not he can trust you. You questioning whether or not God's word is is really real (laughs) as opposed to wondering how about the words that you speak. I'm saying to you, lay down the burden and take up. The, 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 the joy of the kingdom. Surrender to God, submit to him because that will give you the greatest strength and the greatest joy that you will ever know. So on behalf of Apostle Baker, all of the men and women that joined me tonight in this uh, Kingdom 101 Relationships Dialogue and all those that are part of Astounding Love a Global Church uh, Fellowship, as well as more than enough ministries. I'm Pastor Lunsing Lee. It has been my honor to have enjoyed this conversation with you all and to have this Kingdom 101 Relationships uh, evening with you. I bless you with God's astounding love, and I look forward to seeing you the next time that we go live, or I'll see you next week to teach. The week after that, I'm going to welcome my friend, Bertie, who's going to come and she's going to, her name is also Carlita, and she will be with me to um, enter into the word and to see the things that we have. So good night. I love you very much. Good night, and we'll see you next time. Hallelujah.